Do one of you do do one of you guys want to do the intro? Uh, what, no. What is the intro? Yeah, Hello, is there an, there's an the intro. Podcast. Hi, welcome. <laughs> yeah, you just say welcome to the to and then insert podcast name here, followed by episode welcome. number. Uh, welcome to Practical Nonsense. I'm Danny. I'm gathered here today by Josh and Jacob. Hello. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual level. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we're all so tired today, but... I don't know, man. <laughs> I am. I have been so fucking tired today. <laughs> it is the uh... worst. <laughs> I got like 15 hours of sleep. There's no good reason for it. I think it's yeah. I think it's exactly that. I think it's because you got 15 hours of sleep. I you shouldn't sleep that long. I didn't you want see, 15 hours of sleep. It's the opposite for me. I have had like, well, I mean, I've slept today, but like the past two weeks, I have gotten like no sleep. Yeah, no, that's not good for you. Yeah, no. It turns out, yeah, it, science. Science says the verdict is in. That's Sleep good. 2020, we don't believe in science. <laughs> I fucking... I didn't get... We're all still divided go, on... On the I whole science thing. Yeah. I didn't sleep at all uh, Wednesday. And... No, Tuesday night. Tuesday night I didn't go to sleep, and then uh, at like two in the afternoon, uh, Wednesday, Sabrina was like, "Hey, let's just take a nap because she went to work at like three thirty in the morning that day." And I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. cool." So I was like, "All right, get up at like five, six at the latest to be great." Nah, nine p.m. rolls around. <laughs> That's when I wake <laughs> up. So I get up, and then like I'm like, "Okay, well I'll just get up for a minute." Immediately fall back asleep, like in the floor, like of the of my office. Uh, and I wake up at like one in the morning, like where the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> Fell back asleep uh, in actual bed at like six in the morning, and then woke up again at one in the afternoon, and I'm just still so fucking tired. Everything's wrong. <laughs> And now I have a headache. This sucks. <laughs> My yeah. life is hard. <laughs> that uh, that sounds pretty difficult. <laughs> Wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. So that's so. Uh, even though we technically started the podcast like ten minutes ago, do you guys want to actually like start the podcast now, <laughs> or? <laughs> Do we have um, do do as everybody gotten how fucking miserable they are tonight out of their system? Or at I don't least know. like I don't, I don't think, I don't think Danny. I was about to ask how Danny was. I didn't hear from him. Um, Danny, what's your problem? Uh, my my day went pretty okay. I went to work. I picked up a phone uh, for like eight hours, and then I left. Nobody really. Uh, Called in to complain about fucking pizza today, which, a... which was good. Phone? You... That must be nice. Wait, what do you do at the pizza place? 
literally just whatever they want as soon as I come in. I just I, I'm like, where do you want me today, Chief? Okay. <laughs> well, it, it makes it. You made it sound like today you were like working for like the like customer service or some shit for this pizza center, like fielding complaints. That's basically what you do when you're on phones. Like, yeah, you take orders, but really you're just call, you're just waiting to get yelled at. They, just, they have. Wait, wait, wait! You have somebody whose job it is just dedicated to being on the phone. That's what I did today. She so just sat there and answered the phone when somebody called. That's what I did. You didn't make a pizza. You didn't do not one time. That's fucking absurd. <laughs> I don't know what That's you want, man. Stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Welcome to Domino's. <laughs> Jacob, do, do you, does your store have a phone guy? <laughs> a fucking receptionist? Sorry, I'm yeah. laughing for a different reason. I just, I know what you mean, but what you just, I know what you mean, but what you just asked me was if our pizzeria has a phone guy. Yes! The man behind the sign. <laughs> Uh, hello, hello, hello. No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm asking. No, no, because ours is run properly. Okay, it's. I'm pretty guys sure make we, me sound like the asshole. I'm pretty sure we have like a dedicated phone section because of training new people, and also because we're such a delivery focused store that we we can't spare delivery people. To pick up the phones if we're delivery, if we're like super delivery focused. I guess that makes sense. Don't get me wrong, I fucking hate it. Like, I would much rather just be online for four hours, but instead I had to sit there and just stand, just stand around waiting for phone calls. And then if somebody, somebody was like, hey, can you get me some sauce tubs? I get to make sauce tubs or get them from the walk in. So usually, whenever I've worked at a, a pizzeria, the phone, it w- there was no, like, phone guy. <laughs> it was whoever's closest to the phone when it rings is the one who answers the phone. Unless we were, like, turbo busy. Right, um, yeah. No. We were, like, slammed. I, then same. the manager would put on a headset. Same, but there's a station at my store. There's a station of just three monitors, right? Mm-hmm. And up to three people get to be the phone guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe at the second Little Caesars I worked at, there was a phone guy, and I never knew that, about it because on, I was always I was the doughboy. It gets better because there's a station in the back where all the dishwashing stuff is too. So if there's like nobody that can answer phones, but there's one person d- doing dishes, guess who can answer the phones? The guy doing dishes. Exactly. Yeah. I like I I don't know that just it just doesn't I've never encountered that in my years of working working in Pizaria. No, I've uh, done at ours. It's done just, a, I, the phones are I, in. I, get it? I, I, I've seen. <laughs> Sorry, go I've ahead. seen a fair share of Pizarias in my. In my life, not as much as probably like Jacob, but I don't know. It was I a think, gig. I think we've seen the same amount of uh, Pizarias. Well, you're still working at a Pizaria. You've been working at a Pizaria for the past like year now, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's like a year you've got over me. 
Pizarre I mean, I is know, I guess. the same. Pizarre think, is mostly the same. I think the Pizarre joke ran its course. I don't think so. Oh, well, you're free to be wrong. <laughs> so, try in an attempt to get this, whatever this is, back on track. Did you guys play any video games over the past week? Since last we spoke in an official capacity? Uh, played a lot of Call of Duty, but I, I haven't played any, like, I haven't played anything super interesting other than Call of Duty Shoot a Man, to be honest. Jacob, you? Um, so other than playing, like, Left 4 Dead 2 with you guys, not... Really? Yeah. I, uh, huh. I don't know, I streamed, I streamed Crash Bandicoot 2 yesterday. That's about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new... Crash Basham game, man. The, that, so, their Crash Four. I'm not optimistic. I don't Jacob think hates it because Four is in the title. <laughs> Shut up, Danny. I don't think I do hate the name, but I don't think it's going to be good. But I'm I'm open to being surprised because that's what happened with uh, Crash Twin Sanity. I love Crash Twin Sanity. Okay. Anything in particular that's like throwing you off or? Uh, just it feels when they're talking about like the introduction of like different playable characters and all these different move sets and stuff. It feels like they're going for a uh... which, like I said, could be good. I'm open to being pleasantly surprised, but it's more of like, okay. uh, and it sounds like it's gonna be more of like an uh, sort of a pseudo open worldish uh, banjo kazooie esque affair. I thought that thing they showed off where, like, each level was going to have, like, an alternate level with different properties and stuff. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought that looked... Like, where there's a mode, apparently, where certain levels where, like, this time the level is just entirely underwater. That seems kind of cool. Right. But I think... Unless Danny is also a big Crash Bandicoot fan, I don't know. I think you're the only one who's, like, super into Crash. Uh, I'm, I'm not, like... Uh... Turbo super fan, but I, I'm excited for the new game. Okay, so we've got like the whole spectrum of Crash Bandicoot fans here. Yeah. Then we yeah. got starting at the bottom, me all the way up to Jacob. Owns, who owns is all the of them. <laughs> who once owned all of them. Not like Turbo fan. What, but... what's, what's the only Crash game you're missing, bud? The only one that I'm missing? Yeah. Uh, other than like, I think there's one or two Game Boy Advance titles that I'm missing. Other than that, it's just uh, Mind Over Mutant because I was soured uh, on that new style by Crash of the Titans, so I didn't want to buy it, but that's the only one I'm missing. I have all the, I have all the other ones. Uh, including uh, Bang Boom Bash or whatever the fuck? That was a... Uh... That was one of the handheld ones, wasn't it? Yeah, that's for the DS. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess I don't have that one either. It's mostly just the handheld ones I'm missing because I wasn't a super big like handheld gamer at any point. Yeah, I, I can understand that. So, does Naughty Dog have anything to do with the new game, or absolutely not? They... Absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. So, who's the and the team that's working on this one are just the guys who made 
It's the, uh, uh, the, it's actually the guys who uh, remade Spyro. Oh, yeah, who toy- remade Spyro? Toys yeah, for, for Bob or whatever. Are they the, the guys who Bob remade, remade uh, Crash also? or No, the guys who remade uh, the Crash trilogy, that was um, Vicarious Visions. Okay, so these guys didn't even work on... Uh, what was that remake called? It had a big fancy name. The Insane Trilogy. Insane Trilogy, yeah. I think huh. I I think Toys for Bob did work on part of it, but they didn't like they didn't have like any kind of like major input on it. Not as much as Vivendi did, but they did work on part of it. Hmm. But they did the bulk of the work on the Spyro remaster. And I think How did that turn out? Dude, Spyro does anyone one? know? Yeah. I Spyro, bought that great. game. I bought that game forever ago and never played it once, but I heard it was yeah. good. I, I I never heard like anything about it after it came out. It's I mean it's good. It's Spyro. <laughs> Look, here's what we need to know: uh, Is the game gonna be good? Yeah, uh, this is the team that made Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, uh, the oh. best skating game of all time. All right, yeah, I retract all of my previous statements. This is this is not sarcasm. But Disney Extreme Skate Adventure is the best skating game of all time. <laughs> no, I mean it's good. I don't know. Um, it could it could it could be good. I do still hate the name, and it doesn't even have anything to do with the number. It's about time. Yeah. Well, do aren't there like twenty Crash Bandicoot games though? And yeah. if they put the number on this one, it would be the fourth one. Yeah. What they're doing? Well, it's is because it's skipping... it's the canonical uh, sequel to Crash Bandicoot Three, which is just known as Warped Crash Bandicoot Warped. But the reason I hate it is because a yes, there have been like twenty fucking Crash Bandicoot games, and b because Crash Bandicoot Three was also about time. <laughs> Okay. Again, their joke, I their have, joke doesn't even work. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think it's clever. Cause like it's about time. Get it? I get it. Maybe you're just too old for the joke now. I could be. Could be. That's possible. So me. Yeah, what have you been playing? <laughs> My past week, uh, I have been uh, revisiting the Suda51 library. Uh, <laughs> or I have began to revisit the Suda51 library in preparation for uh, No More Heroes 3 eventually releasing at some point in the future. Eventually uh, being seen by the public. <laughs> Yeah, eventually Suda51 will have to move his head out of the frame, and we will get to see what uh, what's up with that game. I, d- I have seen a few like uh, Twitter threads that kind of examined the footage that was playing behind Suda51's head, and there's some neat stuff in there. Um, but so over the last week, I finally I beat Travis Strikes again. I had dropped it after like i got to like the second to last level and then i moved on to something else uh i beat that and then i beat the dlc 
Um, and uh, now, I, well, while I was doing that, I also started on Killer Seven for uh, Steam. Yeah, which... me and Nick saw you the other day start Killer Seven. Wasn't that oh, on yeah. sale recently? Uh, I think it was on sale recently. Yeah, it and um, Killer is Dead. I've got that one in the pipeline. That one I skipped. I and think I, I think I have that game as well. I'm not sure why, but they just... I think they just recently released... Or it might have been like a year ago. Uh, they released the Steam version of Killer is Dead. And I, for whatever reason, I didn't end up picking that up. I don't know why either, because I remember being like decently excited for it. Is uh, uh, the Shadows of the Damned on... Uh... Shadows of the Damned? Um, I don't believe so. It's not on Steam? That's a real fucking bummer. Yeah, I've kind of actually been debating whether or not to go back to Shadows of the Damned because... I mean, that's... Because there's a sequel for it coming out, too? Oh, uh, no! Fucking No! The sequel to Shadows of the Damned is actually, like, the second-to-last level of Travis Strikes Again. It's fucking nuts. I'm so glad that that didn't get spoiled for me. Because that, I, I like, my jaw hit the floor. Uh, apparently, uh, there was, like, a big, like... How did I know that? that... <laughs> I'm glad we have all pledged Travis Strikes Back and knew that ahead of time. Oh, well, I mean, were you guys going to play Travis Strikes Back? Travis Strikes Again, rather? I was planning to it. Oh, well, I'm really sorry, Danny. I didn't know. <laughs> how, am I, how am I the only one that knew that? Did Why you... am I the only one that knew that? That's a great question, actually. How are you the only one that knew that? Oh, there's no... Man, I probably watched... I saw it in probably, like, a review or something somewhere, and I was like, huh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, but yeah, it's uh, it's really neat. Um, I don't think it's any less worth experiencing, knowing that it's coming. Not um, truly. But yeah, I like going back to what I was saying. I've been thinking about like I think I'm gonna skip Shadows of the Damned and Lollipop Chainsaw. Um, just because I don't really like Shadows of the Damned and. Even though I like Lollipop Chainsaw, I've always said that the thing about Lollipop Chainsaw is that it's not really a Suda51 game. It's a collaboration between... It's a collaboration game that Suda51 happened to be a part of. It right. really does feel like it's more of a James Gunn game than it, it truly Suda, does. and Suda just kind of developed it. Yeah, it really does just feel like the James Gunn show with help and from I Suda51. I do feel bad saying that because there's you can see his influence on it, but it, it, it like it doesn't. It, it that was the game that because like as soon as starting with No More Heroes two, like starting there and everything after that, uh, Suda Fifty One's kind of been in a silver age recently, from then to this point. And people who really like his games don't really feel, like, too enthusiastic about particularly, like, Shadows of the Damned and Lollipop Chainsaw. Um, 
even though I don't like hate those games except for Shadows of the Damned, which I think is kind of just mad boring. Um, and Lollipop Chainsaw came out like right after Shadows of the Damned, and it was also the one that was the most like advertised. So uh, they had like Lollipop Chainsaw was. Yeah, Lollipop Chainsaw was definitely the like high most. It, yeah, that game was was advertised like everywhere. Yeah, <clears throat> which does like, and the way they advertised it too was kind of kind weird. of like they had like Jessica Nagiri dressing up as Juliet. Uh, and like that game has a little bit of nuance to it, not nearly as much as like No More Heroes or Killer Seven, but it's got stuff. And the advertising campaign around it was kind of really shallow. And I think that made a lot of people think that that game was going to be really shallow. Yeah. And it was, and it was more shallow than his other There's, work. Than, yeah, say Killer7 or No More Heroes. Or yeah, or even like, um, yeah. But I don't know. I like that game. It's just I don't really want to revisit it right now since I don't... Like when I think about that game, it just doesn't strike me as a like a huge... Suda fifty one. I wish gotcha. I wish I had my Wii right now. I would love to replay Killer or fucking uh, No More Heroes. Yeah, dude, that's like that's probably my favorite game on the Wii. Like, I'm really struggling to think of anything on the Wii I like just more than No More Heroes. Uh, yeah, I hear that entirely. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. How could you forget about classic Wii exclusive Red Steel? <laughs> Oh, no, you say that, but I really like Red Steel 2. I never... I I started Red Steel 2, and it definitely Uh, played a lot better than the first game. Give that one another shot, because that game Uh, is fun as fuck. You want to know something? Uh, I'm sure if I replayed it now, I I would think it's like turbo dog shit, but when the Wii came out, and that game was like new... Oh, Red uh, Red Steel... Yeah, the first Red Steel, me and my friends loved the fuck out of that game. We would play it, like, all Oh, the yeah. Time. I don't know if I liked it that much, but it was definitely... It was a, uh... What's the word? I'm gonna be stuck on this word for a while. I can feel it. Um... It, it was a... It was a luxury at the time. An yeah, oddity. like... Uh, it existed, and you played it. It was a neat. There wasn't a whole lot of. It was a. It was a launch title too, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there wasn't like, like that was. That was the the hardcore game that they were advertising. Crazy samurai, gangster game, Red Steel. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was what it was, and like the Wii had just come out, and the Wii was this really like interesting new motion control console. And there weren't, like, it was the first game to really, like, be motion-controlled in your home, so. The... Yeah, I I got the appeal then. The funny Uh, thing... I still didn't particularly like it, but... The funny thing about it... it. The funny thing about it is, at the end of the day, like, the Wii used that as a launch title to show the viability of the Wii being a serious console for serious gamers. And in the end, it didn't even fucking need that because the Wii ended up selling fucking gangbusters and finding a niche on the casual market. Granted, there's an there's an unyielding avalanche of shovelware for the Wii, but I think that makes it all the more endearing. 
Well, I, I mean, love people the bought Wii. the Wii just to own Wii Sports and like Wii Fit too. Like my grandmother has a Wii, and she still plays Wii Fit. I tell you what, Wii Tennis still fucking bangs. So does Wii, Wii Tennis. Bowling. Is, oh uh, yeah, Wii fucking Wii Bowling boy. Wii, Wii Sports in general actually holds up really well. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's it's, it's so fun. And it chipped with the console, so there you go. People will buy your console now. I'm still upset that they didn't just double down and call the Wii U the Wii 2. Uh, I can see... Either way, the even... game sucks. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know why it has the Wii in the title. Like, I don't even know why it's the Wii U. I think it should have been called something completely different because... Uh, the fucking Switch prototype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. I think... I think the Wii U is cool. I mean, it's like it was, it's like the I, console cool version the of. Nobody thought it was cool at the time, but I really liked it. Well, it's no, got because games it's on like, it, and it, that's unfortunate because some of those games are never, never going anywhere off the Wii U. But like, well, here's the thing: it's the, like the, console... the novelty wore off. That's the fucking word I was looking for, by the way. It was a novelty, <laughs> and the novelty the Wii... of the Wii U wore off pretty quickly. Well. Now the Wii U is like the console equivalent of not needing Left 4 Dead 1 because you have Left 4 Dead 2, which is just Left 4 Dead 1 except with extra stuff. And that's all the that's Wii not U true. is. It's the that's Wii U with true. extra stuff. How, where else am I going to play Devil's Third? Where else am I going to play Devil's Third, Jacob? Nowhere. Exclusive. Exclusive to Wii U. Can't you... Just... Just put your... Okay, and? What? What? How does that not prove my point? What do you mean? What do you mean? I can't play Devil's Third on the Switch. Yeah, Not that's yet. an entire. No, all I no what no no no. What I said was if you have the Wii anywhere. U, yeah, okay, fucking great. That's not what I was going on about. What I said is if you have the Wii U, you don't need the Wii because it's oh, the I Wii. That's what I said, oh, and I you flipped out about fucking Devil's Third. I would much rather oh. have the Wii than a Wii U. Yeah. Why? You can play the Wii games also, on the Wii U. You know what I And Wii U games. Wii U? Play GameCube games. Get a GameCube! There we go. No, he hit it on the head. Also, didn't the Wii U not come with a nunchuck and a Wiimote? You had to own you either had to own a independently. Yeah, it wasn't, I, I, if you think about it, it wasn't a fucking problem because literally everyone in everyone the whole owned a Wii. country. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has the reverse problem. Is that if you have a Wii, there's no real reason to own a Wii U. That was kind of the thing. People were just like, uh, I can, I already have all these other consoles. Like, if you had only a Wii, you were in a retirement home. Like, there was, you, you did not care. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Just Dance games, are they still? I knew that they were for a long time. They were still released. Yes, uh, they just released the very last one for the Wii. Like oh the yeah! Very last game for the Wii, like released either this year or last year. PlayStation Two was like that, also. That wasn't was the it? bringer Didn't of the apocalypse. Because like... the sports games kept coming out on PlayStation Two. The last like four or five years after the PlayStation Three came out. The last game that they released on PlayStation Two, which they released after they announced they would no longer be releasing games for the PlayStation Two. And I do believe that this was the very last one because it released in like fucking 2006 or 2007 for no good goddamn reason. 
was that uh, really shitty entry in the Jack and Daxter series that nobody likes. Uh... There was there was no like, and there was no indication that it was even being developed. There was no trailer for it. It just came out. It just showed up on the PS2, and everyone was like, "Excuse me." Okay. That's really interesting and all, Jacob, but it's also wrong because the last game to come out on the PlayStation 2 was Are You Fucking Ready For This? Are You Sitting Down? It was Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. I still think I'm right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said the last game. <laughs> Pro Evolution Soccer is a game. It's a video game. You can play it with a controller. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, no. If you break it down to its base elements, I suppose it is a game. And that one's fucking nuts, too, because it came out on the PlayStation 4 <laughs> as well. So I'm looking at a comparison video right now of the same game on the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, and the PlayStation 4. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Why though? Wait, FIFA 14 also came out on <laughs> on the PlayStation 2. This isn't. I'm not looking at Pro Evolution Soccer 2014 right now. I told you, the sports games. Why though? Because I don't know. People just didn't want to buy a new console. They had a PlayStation 2 to play their sports games on. They didn't really care if the new game looked better. They just wanted to play virtual football. That I'm going to have to save that video for later. That's mad interesting. Seeing a game that was like designed to be released on the PlayStation 4, seeing how they made it to go two console generations back. I'm eager to see what that's about. That's completely fucking ridiculous to me. Drop fucking nuts. Drop that link in the chat. I will drop that link in the chat. Console of all time, right? Um, uh, to my knowledge, might be the. Did the uh, Wii beat it? I don't I think, think so. The Wii might have beat it. I'm I gonna look it up. Wii might have beat it. If the yeah. Wii didn't beat it, it sure came close. I don't believe the Wii beat it. Yeah, it's still the PlayStation 2. I'm glad that you type as loudly as you do, uh, Danny, because it, it fills the dead time in between. Yeah, dude. I got you. It's a good tactic. Yeah, PlayStation <laughs> 2 is still supreme. Uh, and the Nintendo DS is next in line, but that's yeah. including that's including like all of the like the 3DS and the new 3DS and the like DSi and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so yeah, the, the PS product line. The PlayStation 2 is still the best selling console of all time, but as far as like the number one uh manufacturer, it's Nintendo. Mm -hmm. The PS well, more PS4s have been sold than the Wii. More PlayStation 3s got sold. Oh no, wait, never mind. More PlayStation 1s got sold than the Wii. That's weird. I remember 
Huh. Well, the Wii absolutely... Yeah, the Wii was the best-selling console of its generation, but I've always thought it sold... Well, the Game Boy, the Game Boy, and the Game Boy Color are still ahead of the PlayStation Four. Yeah, but I'm surprised that the PlayStation Four is as high up there as it is. The worst-selling console of all time is the Atari 5200 because it's fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That's just the worst-selling console of all time that anybody remembers. Do you guys remember the Wonder Swan? Boy, do I not the end gauge is a lot higher up there than i was anticipating it to be it's still really low but me... see if i can find this. more people bought an end gauge than an nes classic <laughs> i'll buy that no i won't no i won't that's a fucking lie <laughs> and that's exactly really... why the end gauge only sold three million units <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I feel like you never bought an N gauge. I feel like you met somebody, like a shadowy figure at a bar, and made a deal with them. And when you made the deal, you just felt a pain in your lower abdomen. And then the guy left, and the next day you had an N gauge in your backpack. What what games were available for the N gauge? That's an excellent question. All I know about the N gauge was it had like, I thought it had like spinoff GBA games. Like I remember there being no. It had a, a solid. Version. It had a solid library. Did it? Yeah. The yeah, Cage had a fucking pretty big library. Listed Cage games. So we have uh, some Atari games, like Atari collections. Like, uh, we have fucking Bomberman. We have Call of Duty. We have Catan. We have Civ. We have Colin McRae Rally 2005. We have Crash Nitro Kart. We have an the, Elder Scrolls title. Yeah, what the fuck we is Elder Scrolls FIFA. Travel Shadow Key? We have two FIFA titles. King of Fighters. Was it fucking King of Fighters game? On the... The... Dude, the end gauge was legit. It was, you know, it's just that the, the team behind it, the company behind it, was a bag of, you know, soiled ass wipes. Play Pop, okay. Puzzle Bobble, Rayman... Red Faction Red 1. <laughs> the Sims. I forgot, I forgot the exact story of what happened to the N-Gage. Uh, other, than it, N. other than it looking like that uh, that thing of that dude spreading his asshole apart. What? Goatsy? Yeah, that. What? Danny knows. Danny knows. What? How do you not know that? There was a worm. I don't game. know. I'm sorry. I'm. Oh, I guess I kind of see it. Looking at the end gauge. You could play Pro Skater on the end gauge, man. Take me back to 2002. Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. I knew it. I knew it had a Splinter Cell game on there. It had three. Anyways. Oh, wait. Uh, and a Tomb Raider. It was announced in 2002. So I, I do believe the worst selling system of all time is the Casio PV1000. It was only sold in Japan, and it did so fucking poorly that they just said fuck it and pulled it from shelves within less than a month of it being released. The Casio, what the who now? The Casio PV-1000. It's not even on this list, so... Yeah. Neither is the 3DO. But it was a real console that was really released in real Japan and holds the title of the actual best, uh, worst-selling console of all time, rather. 
It's also incredibly rare. Here, 3DO. Well, back in the 80s and 90s, the console market was the fucking Wild West, so there's a lot of shit that exists that isn't on that list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know that. <clears throat> Don't even get me started on whatever the fuck the Coleco Telestar Ar Arcade was supposed to be. Telstar is on here. The Coleco Telstar is on here. Have you ever it's seen the, the Coleco Telstar? one. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at one right now. It looks real stupid. I don't know about all that. It's doing, it's doing its thing. Also, this picture is really small, so I can't like see it. And when I try to zoom in, it's not doing it. So the the fucking the Telstar reminds me. Does any as, we've all seen the the light gun for the Magnavox uh, Odyssey, right? The light yeah. gun from the Magnavox Odyssey. No, I have not. I have. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to put this in the chat. Josh, that link never showed up. It didn't never show up? No. Is this it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, that's not no. it. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not it. This, uh, this is the gun that came with the Magnavox. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hell yeah. It's literally just a fucking gun. Yeah, that thing looks great. I don't know what you're talking about. I love it. It's just a gun. Oh, oh man, just this thumbnail is giving me, like, whiplash. Right? It's nuts. Wow. It's gone from, like, a San Andreas mod to, like, an actual fucking PS4 game. So, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been uh, looking back at Suda51 games. Uh, I haven't gotten the one he did before Killer7, uh, the silver case, yet. It is up on Steam, but I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, they also released the mobile game. And when I say mobile game, I mean like 2009 mobile game. So it was like a mobile game for fucking flip phones. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but he made a like a flip phone mobile game for sequel to the Silver Case. And it's supposed to be pretty good. But yeah. I should probably check out the Silver Case one before I do that. I, man, I'm really hungering for a new fucking... Or just any light gun shooter, because I I don't want to go out to like barcades or anything right now because of obvious reasons. Yeah, and I don't have a Wii, I don't have a PSVR, so I can't play any kind of like game that scratches that itch. Like I can play House of the Dead Overkill on Steam, but it's not the same. It's right. not the same. Speaking of which, I like... wonder if you could. I wonder how if you could get that working. I wonder that, uh, if you could get, like, if you ran it on a Dolphin, because you can still use the uh, the Wiimote on a Dolphin emulator, yeah? I think so, but I don't know how to rig that up. Carefully. I think I think all you need is, like, I think I it think works I, through Bluetooth, if I remember that correctly. But... I think my brother has a Wii U. The only problem is, is I don't know if we have a sensor bar Wiimote. Just, all you need is two candles. 
I was fixing to say, does the two candles trick actually work, or is yeah. that? Have you tried it? Yeah. Okay. No I'll take your word for it, <laughs> even though I shouldn't. But. Well, the next problem I have so is unless getting. Unless I was being majorly fucked with, I remember it working. Fucking. So, for those of you who don't know, Good. apparently the candle trick is that if you put two candles next to each other and set them in front of your TV, it'll take the place of the sensor bar because the sensor bar doesn't actually sense anything. It just creates two UV lights for the Wiimote to detect. And that's how it tells where you're pointing the Wiimote. So yeah. if you can calibrate it with two candles, yeah. it's supposed to work. Jacob yeah. says it works. I don't believe him. Because all the all the that, detection stuff is inside the Wiimote, not the not the bar. That sounds like some Sonic the Hedgehog in Melee bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you got free time now, Danny, that's a good thing to look into, like getting a dolphin emulator running. Yeah, I, honestly, that's yeah. probably. I, I half wonder if I should – that's how I should play No More Heroes because it would be nice to see how well that game runs in, like, 4K, 60 yeah. frames. I think No More Heroes 1 actually runs – it might actually run at 60 frames, but I don't know. Uh, honestly, I don't know. So, Danny. I don't know. What's up? Speaking of light gun shooters, did you ever – get an opportunity to play uh, House of the Dead Scarlet Dawn? No. That is a real shame. <laughs> I, I still haven't found a fucking House of the Dead 3 cabinet, which <clears throat> I, I gotta tell you, I'm really fucking looking for one because they're, from what I remember when I was younger, they're pretty fucking cool. We played the uh, House of the Dead, the new House of the Dead machine at uh, that the uh, Ben and Jerry's, right, Jacob? Dave and Buster's, yeah. Yeah, that same thing. Yeah, <laughs> the House of the Dead three cabinets are fucking cool as shit because they the light guns are just big ass shotguns. Yeah, but yeah, that one so, we, that one we played that was that was Scarlet Dawn. No More Heroes does run at 60, but not often. Uh, these things happen. Yeah, as soon as I said that, I was like, because I, I, I simultaneously remembered it running really well and also not well at all. And that's there's a, there's a PS3 port of No More Heroes 1. Yeah, it is. I do not like that port for a PS3, several reasons. There's a PS3 port of House of the Dead 4 as well, apparently. There is a PS3 port of House of the Dead 4 and House of the really? Dead 3. I will huh. need to look into that. I've never played House of the Dead 4. Because <laughs> Scarlet Dawn is technically House of the Dead 5. So you want to know one of the fucked up things about the um, No More Heroes 3 port for... Uh, the No More Heroes port for PS3, rather? Uh, what's what, that, what's what's that? that? The fucked up thing is that apparently, for whatever reason... I'm going to see if I can actually pull it up. Um, for whatever reason, the GameCube was apparently, like, really good at running at, like, 
doing water effects, liquid effects, and like having it spread on the ground. Uh-huh. And so, and that carried over to the Wii. And when they were making No More Heroes, you know, that's a game, big bloody game, right? Um, and it has these really cool effects where a character will like bleed out on the ground. And in the PS3 version, they replaced that with that like stock, just kind of, just kind of like uh, PNG file shows up. Yeah, that, and it's always it's super noticeable. Um, and that's just one of the things that people don't really like about that version of the game. I mean, honestly, I think out the gate that game looks terrible. Uh, they took out like all of the cell shading in that game. And I just don't think that game looks particularly good anymore. Because No More Heroes was like a really heavily cell shaded game. Not like Killer 7 cell shaded or even Okami cell shaded, but it had right. a look to it. And right. No More Heroes, uh, not Desperate Struggle, um, Heroes Paradise absolutely does not. I kind of know what you mean, because uh, I started playing, I played No More Heroes 2 first, and mm-hmm. then um, I was told that there was a port for the PS3, so I was like, alright, cool, I'll fucking rent that, I'll check it out, because apparently it, it had just like come out recently at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started playing it, and I was like, uh, this game just doesn't hold the same weight, not in the looks, although I get what you're saying now, like, in mm-hmm. retrospect, but more so because that was, like, one of the few fucking games that motion controls made actually interesting. Yeah. No, I was gonna... If you didn't bring that up, I was gonna bring up again that, well, the thing that hurts the gameplay the most is absolutely the, um... Just the PlayStation Move couldn't... Didn't... Just didn't... Have the same feel to it uh, that the yeah well did. the thing is, is I, pl- I didn't even have a playstation move like i just played it with a controller and it made oh you it... just played it with a controller yeah and at that point it's just another fucking hack and slash yeah when you're not shaking the wiimote to um to Which, finish it's still, it's like still the... a well-made hack and slash it's just that the the motion controls actually at... oh jesus i have heartburn excuse me the, no the motion controls actually add uh, so much to that experience, yeah, and not having them is just kind of awful. And the PlayStation, I, I did play it with a Move controller, and it's it's not it's not fantastic. Shame, like it just doesn't pick up. Like charging the beam katana, jerking off to charge the beam katana, it, it doesn't. It doesn't move as fast anymore, and it's, like, so much slower. Like, the move just can't detect. Which, I don't know how much of a complaint that is, but the move controller can't detect me jerking off to charge the beam katana. Uh, I don't remember if this is true or if I'm just filling in the gaps of my memories, but I'm pretty sure to uh, recharge the beam katana, you had to shake the uh, PS3 controller, and that worked okay. Oh, did it? I'm remembering that correctly. Okay. Oh my god. That sounds kind of neat. I don't know if it'd have the same feel to it, but... Fuck the stupid goddamn six-axis bullshit. 
I hate the six axis. I hate it. I hate it. it. Really... I hated when games tried to integrate gameplay with it. Oh man, you don't know the fucking half of it, dude. All right, you ever played Saints Row Two on a fucking PS3? No. Why would I do uh, something silly like that? Right, I got a 360. Did it have Did it have six axis support? It had six. From what I understood, six axis was mandatory for flying helicopters. Was it? I don't remember that at all. I fucking remember that vividly because the last mission has you flying a helicopter and it was so much fucking worse doing it with six axis. Everything's worse Hold with up, six I'm axis. Gonna have, I'm going to have to verify that because I, I, when I played uh, Saints Row 2, I played it on PlayStation 3. Granted, I was like fucking, uh, I think, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So... If you can, if if you can turn six axis off, you know that's all well and good. But I was a stupid ass eight year old, just like trying to actually pilot a fucking helicopter with this goddamn but, six axis controller. Okay, so literally the first thing that comes up is, can you turn off six axis for helicopter? And uh, it's under controls. Word. You can turn off. Well, because I, I said I thought that was kind of weird because I remember. <laughs> Because I remember uh, playing Heavenly Sword with six axis, and they, uh, you had to use the six axis to control like uh, the catapults in a certain segment, and it was like at the very beginning of the game, and I was like, even my little tiny, I don't know, eleven, twelve year old brain was like, this is horse shit. But fortunately, the game did have the the game that was like debuting the six axis controls had the option to turn the six axis controls off. So I yeah. suspect they knew that they weren't very good. Yeah. <clears throat> and also when you turn the six axis controls off, there was like a mechanic in heavenly sword where you could pick up an item and you could throw it. And if you held down the button, you could control it with the six axis and it would like you'd throw it in slow motion and could guide it into enemies. Um, and if you turn the six axis off, you could just control it normally. And that was one of the most fun mechanics in that game. It's a really fun little thing to play with in a game that's just really kind of whatever. Yeah, I didn't even play Heavenly Sword. I remember I it coming I, out, but I was just like, nah. I think I beat that game, and then I think I played through like the first three missions just throwing shit at people. <laughs> it was awesome. You know, uh... I, did you guys ever play the Resistance franchise? The Any of the Resistance games? No. I, I've so, wanted to pick up Resistance 3 for a while because I've heard it's pretty good, but... Oh, you should. I know what you're talking about. No, I've never played a single one. Really? Resistance yeah. 3 is a really fun game. Uh, the campaign is pretty solid. I never beat it, but I got... Uh, like, more than halfway through it, I want to say. Um, but I bring that game up because that was a franchise that did a complete 180 on me. Like, I I remember playing the PS... Because I didn't get a PS4 at launch, but my uncle did and, and a couple of my friends did. And I remember playing the Resistance games after seeing all the trailers and stuff and thinking, like, oh, this game looks pretty cool. And then... It was- it was like okay. It was kind of one of those like 
almost not really launch titles for the PlayStation 3, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, it was, but it was just like, hey, this is this is Alien Shoot shoot a Man, not Call of Duty right. Shoot a Man. And then the second game came out, and it was just kind of like more of the same. It was kind of like a Gears of War vibe, and I was just like, all right, this is cool, I guess. Uh-huh. And then after not planning to pick up Resistance 3 and watching the, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Zero Punctuation on it, I was like, there's no fucking way half of that, what he said, is true. And, uh, yeah, no, it's pretty solid. And uh, it was pretty fucking accurate down to the basically Ravenholm level. Huh. Yeah, that's what I've always heard was that, like, Resistance 1 is not great. And Resistance 2 is, like, okay. And then Resistance 3 is really good. And there's also a game on the PSP. I don't know how that works. Not the Vita. The PSP. Yeah, I don't know. I had a PSP, but I used it to play Liberty City Stories and uh, Marvel Rise of the Imperfects, uh, the greatest fighting game of all time. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like it's not great. Just Uh, from the... Yeah, it was ah. it was pretty abysmal. Oh, oh also uh, Tony Hawk Underground Two Remix. That game is actually pretty good. Oh yeah, That's I, good. I I I played uh, the God of War games on my PSP, and then I took my PSP on a trip, and the screen shattered, and I never got another PSP or a Vita. So I never had a PSP. Don't worry, neither did anybody else. Yeah, it's kind of especially uh, especially a Vita. Yeah, Vita flopped super hard. Where are you gonna get your uh, super obscure uh, visual novels, though? For real, the the PS Vita had some good had some good concepts. And, and apparently, if you're super into visual novels, then you have to own a Vita because there's like apparently some of the visual novels that got released on the Vita were really good, and they're only on Vita. So what you're saying is if I see anybody with a PS Vita, I can just assume that there's some visual novel. They're masturbating. Visual novel, 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 novel. I can't say novel. Visual novel, novel. Uh, uh, consuming uh, weeb trash, the bad kind. Yeah, exactly. And to fall off that point, I'm really excited to play uh, the Silver Case because it's uh, it's a visual novel. Uh, made by Suda51, and my favorite part of Travis Strikes Again is all the visual novel stuff. It's really fun and well-written. So. Right. So, shifting shifting hard gears, uh, just because this is a thing that has been dominating uh, the discourse uh, for the past week, uh, speaking of weird ass visual novels and the people that typically consume those, what do you guys think of this shit? How did I know that this was going to become a topic today? Um, How did I know phone. that this would become a topic today? How does it not become a topic? What I don't understand is that is strictly so that that poster right there, the one that everyone's up in arms about, rightfully so. That is strictly. Strictly uh, a, a oh. United States Netflix thing. Do, have you seen Have you seen the original say, one? 
Uh, not only ha- I just like shared that on Twitter not like two hours ago. Actually, I have seen the original one, right, well, and for it's kind of like here's that. Okay, yeah, I was looking for that. Uh, yeah, and that's the one that they shared off when they premiered this at Sundance. Yeah. Um. So have you? Are you gonna like throw up what we're talking about on screen while we're talking about it, or should we elaborate? Yeah, can, uh, give me a minute. Because we haven't actually told anyone listening what we're talking about right now. Man, I would assume that anybody would know. Yeah. The the cutie situation. Which uh, I am... Here's the the tweet that I just pulled Mostly in the dark about. I know that it involves children being sexualized. Uh, Obviously, I just saw the... uh, These little posters here. Well, there's 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 that because uh, there there is some research that should be done on it because, like I said, that poster that's super fucked up is strictly a it's strictly a United States thing. B it's strictly a, like a Netflix thing. Like Netflix overseas ever... did not get that poster. I don't think. Don't quote me on that, oh, but I believe really? that's what's that's, going on. That's exclusively the American I, Netflix poster. I really? I do I do yeah. believe that is the case. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out, but I. I believe that is the case. So has anybody, apparently there's a trailer that Netflix put out and it's like, it is similarly really, really bad. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are upset about it. Here's a, um, here's I haven't a, seen that. Has anyone what is this movie even it? fucking about? I'll tell you <sighs> in a second. I'll tell you in yeah, a second. Hang does on. anyone have the synopsis? Yeah. Let me, let me pull it. Because, um, so like it says there, the director, uh, pulls from her own experiences, uh, as an immigrant and makes comments like the director comments on the hypersexualization of pre-adolescent girls in the film. And then Netflix took that and hyper, hypersexualized pre-adolescent girls. Yeah. Like, so when you look at the initial, the Sundance poster, it's like, Coming of age story. About yeah, that's a my understanding. Is girl in a world under- that's trying to sexualize her, and then the Netflix poster is is the world sexual- trying to sexualize her. Yeah, we we have we are dance moms now. We, we yeah. so we have come full circle, right back to dance, right back to dance moms. Good, good. It's brought you right back here. Yeah. But my understanding but, is that's what it is. Is it's like one of those coming of age deals. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Twitter is blaming Cardi B for this. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> you go to different spots on Twitter than I do. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, here's a here's take. All right. Here's here's this. This is. Oh, did that not save? Apologies. Give me a moment. Trust me. This is worth the wait. It'll make your skin crawl, maybe, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> Oh, is this the trailer? I actually don't know. No, if I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that because I don't want to watch it. But I do okay, have, yeah, I'm similarly in the same spot. I do have these uh, Netflix <clears throat> this Netflix customer service chat log screenshot. That that fucking that oh, final that yeah, final response I've that, that fucking final response. It's like I'm gonna see this. <laughs> What? What? Uh, there was only one correct answer. Well, here's the. Th- <laughs> I mean, 
so the thing about this exchange is that when you go to Netflix customer service, you're not talking to the CEO of Netflix. You're talking to some guy who's going to try and tell you how to find uh, Breaking Bad. So when you're asking him questions like these, he cannot answer them. He will get in super – even if it's do you support pedophilia and he says no, that's still like it's not your – does Netflix support pedophilia? It's not his spot to talk about that. And I like I get that that's really dumb, but I also kind of feel bad for Miss Netflix Mary here. I I just get, got like, I get super that. put under the microscope for this. I get that, but if if that if Netflix customer service was my job, then fire me. I'll find a new job. My answer is I don't know, but I can't speak for Netflix. <laughs> Well, like, so here's fire the thing. Also, Hillary like, Clinton, my ass. I don't care. <laughs> so this is happening in the middle of this whole brouhaha about the movie. And so if she had answered honestly and said, no, we do not support that. Well, then that gets spun as, okay, so now you're calling this film child pornography. We're calling Netflix's representation of it child pornography. I don't think anybody that's done any real research into the actual film and film. the director and anything is calling the film itself like you know child pornography. But the way that Netflix, 100%, the way that Netflix is marketing it, it feels like they are trying to take a film that was not this thing and market it to people that are going to use it to sexualize these young girls. It feels like they're trying to market it specifically to pedophiles. When it's I, super not about that. <laughs> right. I, I feel really bad for the director more than anybody honestly but yeah. i've also read some reviews and some people are kind of like yeah it's a little bit it goes a little bit too far but other people are like yeah it, it gets its message across and i'm honestly probably not going to watch this movie even if they do something about the marketing campaign or if i could watch it on some place someplace other than netflix uh i just don't really care about this film but i also don't from what i've heard it's not just 12 year olds twerking on a screen and like but that director's career might be destroyed now potentially because of this is something she had i'm assuming very little control over this is uh i believe this is the director so I'm uh, sure... yeah i think that's her she I'm had sure, longer hair in the picture. That's all of her. I'm sure woke Twitter has no idea what to do with this situation. <laughs> I don't even really think it's woke Twitter. It's suburban white mom Twitter who wants to. <laughs> it's Jacob's Twitter. It's Jacob's Twitter. Yes, the Twitter full of people who want to come out and say that they're against pedophilia, but also don't want to actually do anything about the factors that contribute towards child sexualization. Uh, they just okay. well, I can't. I can't I exactly gotta, burn down Hollywood, Josh. Parts of Hollywood. I got a hot button issue that may or may not make the episode, depending on how the political climate shifts. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot that we can just delete parts of the episode. I think that's really fortunate. <laughs> uh, look, look, not that I'm against uh, Save the Children. I'm I'm pro Save the Children. Uh, but what the fuck are we doing? All right, uh, beyond beyond typing out hashtag Save the Children, what protests are happening? Where where are we saving the children at? What are okay, we saving? Free Fortnite, bitches. Are we talking about free Fortnite? Basically, what I'm getting at here is why are we just in mass supporting Coney 2012 Part Two Electric Boogaloo? Wait, what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, Where's this happening? Yeah. My okay, so <sighs> like I know what, I know what Coney 2012 is. What what is Part Two? Every getting behind a hashtag that is. Almost entirely meaningless at this point. Oh, I know what you mean. So everybody's like, save the children, but nobody's actually doing anything because nobody actually oh. did anything about Coney, Coney 2012. Yes, right. that's, well, that's what I'm getting okay, at. Okay. okay, yeah, now, well, I, I, now I get what you're saying. But similarly, again, at the look, same time, this feels different to me because it's not even – we're not even doing anything about it. We are actively trying to keep discussion about what – factors cause this problem we were trying to shut down that conversation we just want to say that sexualizing children is bad without actually having like to, but it's still a talk about it but it still happens and it happens a lot and maybe we should do something about it maybe there are underlying factors that we should address here no no, what are you a pedophile? And it's like, I mean, if you just if you just type hashtag Save the Children on Facebook, that prevents Bill Gates from microchipping your little kid's dick so he can touch it later. I don't even know what hashtag Save the Children is. It's, look, it's like, well, the thing is, the thing is, the problem with that is, is look, anything that's keeping the discussion going on and is at least forcing people to see it is a good thing, whether or not you think people are doing enough. But the problem with stuff like that is, as much as I would love to, if he's not actually currently breaking any laws, walking down my street and beating a registered sex offender would still land me in jail. Granted, I don't think anybody would be actually upset about it, barring the registered sex offender, but I'm still going to get in trouble. Right. Like, is what I'm doing morally wrong? Nah, probably not. But it's legally wrong. So, like, what... Like what, And like I said, I can't, like, set Hollywood on fire. So, like, what else... What else can I do right now? Oh, it's QAnon? Uh, say, hashtag save the children is a QAnon thing? Is that true? Apparently, that's the no. first thing I found. <laughs> no. Well. I don't want to talk about fucking QAnon tonight. Then I'm don't. having a hard enough time talking about the French 12-year-old twerking movie. <laughs> I, On that note, has anyone seen The Lighthouse? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is William Defoe twerking that movie? I've got to see it now. William I mean, Defoe it's on my watch list, but if he does... Twerk, but he does... Uh, what's the fucking point? Alright, I'm back on board. <laughs> Robert okay. Pattinson also jerks off. There's a lot of jerking off in the lighthouse. They, like, at the same time? <laughs> um, 
I mean, I'm sure they did, but I if if that's the case, the movie doesn't explicitly state that. Apparently, Robert, Pat- Robert Pattinson is a really good actor, like in everything other than Twilight. Uh, he was very good in The Lighthouse. So was Willem Dafoe. I was actually surprised how well Willem Dafoe was. Really? Really? Because Willem Dafoe is fantastic in most things. But there's also some stuff that he's in that it's like, why did you take this role? Why did you let David Cage put you in this really, really bad video game? Yeah, there's that. There's um, uh, what's that movie movie called? Uh, by the by the Nazi man. What's his name? By the Nazi man? Uh, Lars Lars von Trier. What does he? What did William Dafoe do? So, uh, fuck. What's it's the Willem, movie? by the way. I keep saying William, but it's Willem Dafoe, which is uh, weird. Lars von Trier makes these really artsy fartsy. The first two movies he made, I think it's like Antichrist and something else. Those are pretty okay as far as like art house movies go. And then he made um, Nymphomaniac, Volume One and Two, uh, and those are just like complete shit. Okay, um, but it's like apparently, the- apparently William Defoe starred in Antichrist. Yeah, and he's also in Nymphomaniac. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not explicitly stated, but it's basically to the point where he's playing the same character as he is in Antichrist, and that director really just undercut like a lot of his work because he's so self-masturbatory. I fucking I fucking hate Lars von Trier. It's the third and final installment in von Trier's unofficially titled Depression Trilogy. He, he was at, um, I'm pretty sure it was while he was doing shit for Nymphomaniac, but he was at some kind of film festival, and someone was asking him questions, um, and I forget how it came up exactly, but he was basically like, well, what can I say? I, I understand Hitler, and I understand <laughs> one. He's like, uh, I found out uh, that I had Nazi blood. Which, uh, that gave me some, uh, pleasure as well. Superpowers? <laughs> and then, uh, I, I, like, can, I of, can, uh, lift objects with my mind? All of the fucking actors were literally like, dude, what the, Lars, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, no, no, there will come, there will come a point of all this. <laughs> he goes, okay, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> Do you remember when, um, Arnold... Arnie, the governor, found out that his dad was a Nazi? No, I actually do not remember. Oh, you didn't know about that? Yeah, apparently, like, when he was the governor of California, uh, somebody came up to him and he was like, hey, you know, your dad, uh, a reporter or something, was like, hey, you know, your dad might have been, he might have been a Nazi, dude. And Arnold was like, he was like, my father was not a Nazi. And he did all these press tours about it, and then he did a and then he like did an ancestry, I don't know, like a turns out thing, and he was like, "Oh, turns out, yeah, my dad was a Nazi. Not, not my highest moment, but did, did not see that coming. Did, Oopsie did not see that. Oh. 
Hey, so, uh, back to a topic we were talking about earlier. Wait, I don't have to find an excuse for my Nazi ancestry like you. Like you. <laughs> so I talk about my Nazi dad whenever I want. You know why? why? Because I'm ballsy. I'm ballsy. I don't take shit from nobody. Oh my god, that fucking video is still legendary. <laughs> Love that fucking video. So, so my whatever I want. Well, the, my favorite thing about that video, I think we were talking about it last time, but my favorite thing <laughs> about that video is that like the first like 50 seconds of the video is him talking about how he has to convince his wife to let him smoke in yeah. the stogies in his house, but then he ends it with, but I'm also a ballsy stud. <laughs> It's like, but her dad introduced me to stogies, and so now I can smoke stogies in my house. <laughs> so, back, uh, going back to an earlier topic really quick. Have you guys ever seen the the official prototype for the Wii U? For the Wii U? Yeah. Um, no. Oh my god. I hope you're sitting down. This is real. This is the real official Wii U prototype. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> and you're telling me this didn't make it in one? We can talk about that. I do want to circle Here's back. another one. I don't know what's that's going on here. I love it. I, I fucking... Dude, this is my jam. Put Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles on that fucking monitor right there. Let's go. So, I do want to circle back to the pedophilia thing real quick. Um, I thought that, <clears throat> sorry, uh, something happened on my end, uh, but I do want to circle back to the topic of pedophilia as one does. Okay. Have any of you guys been keeping up with the discourse over that one anime lady? Uh... No. Uzaki. Uzaki. Yeah. Uz Chan. It's uh. Hold up. It's this lady. It's the Segoy lady. Oh, I've seen a bunch of memes about like some fucking. I, I actually, I've seen the memes. I have no up. idea. My computer's locking up. I can't see shit. Give me like two seconds. Okay. Yeah. Like I've I've seen yeah, that. This lady. Yeah, I've okay. Um, yeah, I've seen that, but I haven't. I didn't know that. Like, I I just thought it was weeb shit, man. <laughs> uh, it totally is. Um. So some people like this lady a lot, and other people think that she looks kind of dumb. I mean, and of course that's not where it's a did did. Uh, Danny end up getting like disconnected. Uh, it says he's still here. I don't know. He said he had to okay, take he care of tech... computer was locking up. But yeah, he said he had to take we'll care of some back. technical stuff. But we'll he'll catch him back up if he's not here. But um, yeah. so yeah, apparently some people on the internet really like this lady, and other people do not like this lady. Well, what's wrong with her? Um, <laughs> she is a tiny girl with large breasts. And also, some people think her face looks really weird. 
I mean, her face does look kind of weird, but like, I mean, it's got the weird like meat fang thing, which apparently some people are more bothered by that than I personally am. Um, I mean, I this know. all looks this like... all looks par for the course to me so far to the casual yeah, observer. Just... What did I miss? Uh, we're talking about Sagoy Dakai lady. Do you see the photo? Uh, been... uh, this meme woman. Yeah, meme lady over here. What? So what's what's your deal? Uh, she is a lady from a slice of life anime, and people are upset with the way she looks, and I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't get it. So, from what I've understand, like, I bring this up because just like not like a week ago, my entire timeline exploded with discussion about this, honestly, what I find to be kind of not really standing out in any way character design it's just kind of boring to me right but apparently the big takeaway too is that people are upset um it goes back to the cuties thing because people are saying you know apparently in the show she's kind of presented as this child like character and people are saying you know it's sexualizing children and that's where some people get like really dig themselves in in the sand to well go after this character how old is she actually she okay so that's actually kind of the cool thing i don't know anything about this show but apparently she's a college student and it's a college slice of life yeah show because well, here's here's the thing though here's the problem when you uh because obviously there is we have very clear ideas about what is and is not acceptable uh, regarding people's age or whatever. But mm -hmm. where that can break down is when you shift cultures. Because Japan has a very different culture. Very different laws and very different rules. Yeah, it's also kind of a not... Like, I don't want to have the whole idol discussion We're... and the whole how Japan... Yeah, we're not having that discussion, a, a but that, discussion. that's kind of my point. I have a big problem with that as well, but uh, continue. But no, that was just that was just kind of my point, is that... Well, the it's... only real difference is... I've read like a breakdown of this, but the only real difference is in America, 18 is kind of the general line. In Japan, it's 16. Yeah. And just like how in America, like there are certain... Like, in certain states, it's wonky, and they'll have, like, different state-mandated um, age of consents. In certain prefectures in Japan, it can get pretty low to the point of, like, what the fuck are you thinking having it this low, that low? But right. generally, like, the popular consensus in Japan is 16 as opposed to 18. Yeah. Um, and that leads to weird stuff, too, like in Dead or Alive, where in the latest entry of Dead or Alive, Kasumi is 23, I think, in the U.S. version, whereas in the Japanese version, she's 21. And that's because when Dead or Alive was first released, Kasumi was only 16. And she's running around with, like, her entire tits and asshole out in some of those costumes. So they had to make her 18 for the American version. Uh, yeah. Which is kind, it's kind of my point. Once you... Uh, not that I 
think that that is okay, but from <clears throat> cultural perspectives, once you shift cultures, then you end up with different beliefs, basically. So, to me, that whole the cutoff being at 16 is super fucked up. I think it should be 18. But to the mm. Japanese, like, what the fuck is wrong with me, right? So, I think I think when you get stuff like the uh, Sugoi Dekai lady or whatever, and then try and get mad about it in this context, I think stuff starts to break down really quickly. It, it's a weird it's a weird thing because apparently like in the show she is portrayed as being very childish but her only defining trait that makes her not childish is are she's her a college student. It, well that she's a college student. <laughs> but... <laughs> also her massive fucking knockers. A huge set of badonkers. But I don't know like I find it really hard to be involved <laughs> in this conversation because, like, I grew up with Aiken Club, which this is what Aiken Club is. It may not come across. Like, I just can't no, have this discussion. It's, it's it's coming across. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm just. I guess I'm just de like I'm desensitized to, because honestly, I just think she kind of looks boring. There's nothing really, like, upsetting. I think the T-shirt's cool, honestly. Like, it's not, like, a... It's minimalist. Yeah. No, I get yeah. what you're saying. But, yeah, I remember when all this was going on, my only real takeaway from it was, like, oh, she's, it's a college slice of a life. That's kind of cool. Because usually... Usually it's Matt, always, all like... Say, all I can fucking say is if people are mad about this, wait till they remember fucking High School of the Dead. <laughs> hey, man. High School of the Dead is art. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to the high school of the dead era. I don't want to go back Why to that Jacob and I Josh dynamic. I still. I still like High School of the Dead. Do you still have that I think wall high scroll? School of the dead is, yes, I do. That one's a. That's a great piece of artwork. <laughs> I think High School of the Dead is just, super honest about what it is, and I think it is a lot of fun. High School of the Dead. Uh, that, but also I. High School of the Dead will forever be the show where a lady's tits went faster than a fucking fighter jet. Yeah, that's great. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Some would say too much. They would be wrong. Some would say too much. So I'm going to see if I can find some more Icon Club gifts that you can put up. You know, because... you, you know what is it like at... Uh, just an endless bundle of hilarity to me. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> fucking Steam dating sims. They make me laugh. They make me laugh so much. Yeah, the... Uh, the rules regarding adult content on Steam are more or less... have more or less been... That Berlin Wall has come down, yeah. And now, in certain corners of Steam, it feels like the wild fucking west. Yeah. Those those make me laugh, and those VR porn games make me laugh. Do they have VR porn games on Steam? Yeah. Yeah. 
on Steam? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Look up look up God, Sin the show VR. Was so bad. The show is awful. <laughs> yeah, when you get when you get a minute, look up Sin VR on Steam. <laughs> what am I looking at now? Uh the gifts aren't coming across, but you're looking at some shit. I mm, Is this you're looking at standards being active. Your standard of decency is actively being lowered. Is this the anime where there's a sport and the whole sport is they throw their ass at each other? No. No, that one is... um, uh, What's I, that show called? Oh, God, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it is. I hate about. that we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Kaijo. Yeah. Kaijo is the show. And that show is also super honest about what it wants to be, and it's a lot of fun because it doesn't frame all of its fights as these like super bouncy, like etchy type shit. It frames all of its fights as like shonen anime showdowns. I know it. And does. a girl throwing her ass is like a kamehameha. It's fucking rad. I remember being super hungover at my friend's house when I was in high school, waking up to all of them watching that, and I was like. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> is this what kids these days are into? If I had to select the two most honest animated experiences on the planet, my first one would be High School of the Dead, and my second one would be Kaijo. Kaijo. I don't know how to pronounce it. Kaiju. It's all about... And then everything Godzilla. else is garbage. Oh, fuck. I... I have something that I want to bring up uh, in a minute, but before I get to a discussion that might be me and Josh, well, is definitely going to be me and Josh only. Um, have you guys ever heard of the game Smash Up? I believe it's called. Smash Up, no. Let me, let me just double check this real quick. Yeah, this is oh. the game. You better get to whatever that discussion was you wanted to get to. You should probably wrap soon. Uh, Did you upload a file? not seeing anything. I'm going to go ahead and link uh, Smash Up just in case anybody's interested. I just, I played this game recently uh, with a bunch of uh, friends and it's uh, super fucking cool. Uh, it's like a deck building board game. Like, there's some, there's some like Yu-Gi-Oh shit, but it's also you're trying to like capture bases for victory points. Uh-huh. Uh, very big huh. fun. You get like there, there's like a hundred, a bunch of different factions, and you choose between two of them and smash the two decks up, and it's like Power Rangers and like zombies or like aliens and fucking My Little Ponies or something. Huh? And and you can just take any two and try to combo them, and they're it's it's pretty sick. I'm seeing the uh, Cthulhu expansion pack and i'm also seeing the fairies kitty cats and mythic horses and princesses uh expansion pack yeah there's like a million different expansions for this game but uh it is it is worth checking out as it is a super fun game yeah i hadn't heard of that i'm not big into the uh tabletop circuit especially not fucking now when all this shit is going on yeah yeah right there's always tabletop simulator. There's always tabletop simulator. 
Does, how much stuff is on Tabletop Simulator, though? As Literally much as you can imagine. You want it really? It, oh, I didn't know it was that. Yeah, like... dude, we could play Coup on there if you wanted. Oh, that sounds fantastic, actually. If we could play Coup on there, I'm going to have to like buy that right now so we can all play that. Yeah, we can, we can play Coup. I already have the that uh, installed. Hold up. I'm um... actually buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me we can play Coup online? Then I am okay. super down. I guess I'm installing tabletop. <laughs> All right, Danny, was there anything else you wanted to? Do yeah, something else you wanted to bring up, or? Uh, yeah. Before we before we wrap up, uh, Josh, you've you've seen Tusk, right? Tusk. Um, I am aware of Tusk. I have You're not aware seen of Tusk. Okay. I have I've... some possibly unfortunate news for you. Well, what happened? Depending on what Kevin Smith decides to do, you might be obligated to watch Tusk 1 so that you may understand Tusk 2. <laughs> Tusk is getting a sequel? Didn't didn't Mr. Tusk die, though? Well, Mr. Tusk did not die, but uh, El, doc El Doctor... The, the Doctor, yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> What was his name? Uh, I honestly I don't remember. I know it's it's um it's either a, a Smodcast reference or a, somebody's like actual name because Tusk is loosely based on an actual like Craigslist ad. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, um, Michael Parks. He was in uh, Red State too. He was the uh, yeah. He was the, the crazy Red State. Yeah, and he's been in a lot of stuff. And then he's uh, fucking hard to watch, man. That movie is share. sickening. The last time I watched that movie, it was when. Do you want to share what it was Tusk like is right in the chat, or can we even do that? It. So what? I said, do you want to share a link to whatever Tusk is in the chat, or can we even do that? Can we even show that on the show? <laughs> I can link can the, I can link the movie poster. That's probably like the safest thing to do. Michael Parks played two separate characters in Kill Bill. Like the first he Kill Bill? So, he, he played one character in the first Kill Bill. He played uh, the sheriff who finds the bride. And in Kill Bill Part 2, he played... Um, the like South American pimp that was Bill's mentor who Beatrix goes and finds to find Bill. I did and didn't know until this very moment that they were both the same person. But, uh, so Tusk, uh, there was this Craigslist ad that mm -hmm. Kevin Smith and uh, Scott Mosier found uh, where they they literally wrote all of Tusk like in the in that podcast <clears throat> without even like fully realizing it I think uh, huh. because they they were just so enamored by this Craigslist ad that was like uh, you know room for uh, 
like rent like these are the amenities the only thing is is i don't i don't need your money uh but you must be required to like get into like a walrus suit for like I, I forget what it was it was like three hours a day and like role play as a walrus <laughs> And the whole time, like, they were just going back and forth, like, creating a fucking story. Like, story this guy's a fucking serial killer. Like, what, that's would task, a, what would Task 2 even be about, though? I'm not gonna... sure. Like, I just know that uh, Kevin Smith is, is threatening to put Task 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Tuscaning. Tusk Vengeance. Michael Park wasn't Mr. Tusk. Mr. Tusk was uh, uh, what's it called? That one 90s college film. American Pie. He was Mr. American Pie. Alright. I don't know why I thought never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys want to wrap? I think I you knew that he didn't Michael Parks didn't play. Okay, so I'm reading <laughs> I'm I'm reading up on Tusk 2, right? Uh-huh. And the story that he would do is uh Justin Long gets out of the walrus suit and since he's obviously disturbed, he is now uh Dr. Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> Can he get out of the walrus suit? I thought he was uh, like yeah, I'm not so, sure how I'm not sure how we're gonna pull that one off there, Chief. But uh, if Kevin Smith says it, like, sure. <laughs> well, be on the lookout for Tusk Two, everybody. All right, this podcast brought to you by Tusk Two and Smash. Absolutely. Oh, please sponsor us <laughs> and I can Club. <laughs> yeah, and I can Club and Sonic having a, a small dick and uh, the prototype Wii U. And not cuties. Please don't sponsor us. Please don't sponsor not us, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Netflix and don't sponsor us. It's a bad look for you guys if Magnum. we end up being sponsored. We are especially <laughs> sponsored with the Magnavox Odyssey gun. Because I've been, <laughs> I've been talking about fucking Icon Club for the past 30 minutes and how awful it is. If somebody like, say, Nataku wants to sponsor us, though, I think that would fit in nicely. Do I have that hot sauce? Yeah, I do. I still have that bottle of hot sauce they released. Yeah, wait, hold up. I'm going to pull it up. All right, this is what we'll wrap on. We'll wrap the, on the, the Nataku hot, hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy Good it. news. Good news, boys. It's back in stock. It's been restocked. Yep, it's back in stock, baby. The Nataku. I need oh, to no, buy a bottle right now. I'll put it. I'll put it up next to Billy Mitchell's hot sauce. You have to get rid of the Billy Mitchell hot sauce now, though. Since he's a fraud. Didn't he prove he wasn't? Allegedly. Hold on. Allegedly, I don't get sued by. <laughs> Why did it pull that fucking picture <laughs> up again? That's not the hot sauce. That's not a hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it did that. You'd think being a computer science major, I'd know how to work fucking Discord, but apparently not. 
<laughs> there, there's the hot sauce. Well, yeah, no gonna have to buy that. Gonna have gonna to go buy that and start using it in public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and abstain from doing that. I think the slogan is "fuck me, it's hot," but it doesn't show up on this picture of the bottle. Hold up, I'll see if I can find my bottle of the Nataku hot sauce. It does in fact say "fuck me, it's so hot." All right. Well, it's uh, sponsored by Nataku Hot Sauce. Oh, please. <laughs> All right. If... Yep. Fuck me. It's so hot. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, head on over to YouTube where you can find. Uh, a play-by-play of uh, everything we posted in our Discord text chat, um, with all the all the links, all the the whatever the fuck it's called gifts that didn't work out as gifts, but they're there. Tusk movie posters, anything you could possibly imagine. Uh, follow us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe over on YouTube. Leave a like if you enjoyed it. Share us with your friends if you want to lose them as quickly as possible because they keep stealing your stuff. And (laughs) we'll see you guys uh, next time. You guys have anything anything to add in closing? Um, I was probably going to say something else about Icon Club, but I'll I'll abstain. Uh, hold on. Um, I got. Some jelly beans. You like jelly beans? <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.